Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's poppin' congregation? It's your girl, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess, back with another installment of Scam Goddess, the podcast all about robbery, fraud, and those who practice it. That was me practicing my NPR voice. Did y'all like that? What y'all think? Y'all loved it? Oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet. Well, y'all, you know I'm very what? Yes, excited, elated. Today we have two amazing guests on the show. The first guest is a comedian, actor, host, author, mother, wife, and self-proclaimed fraud. You can check her out doing stand-up across the country, hosting Netflix The Circle, and soon you'll see her starring in a new comedy series entitled Survival of the Thickest on Netflix. Our next, our next, oh, we're not going to say the name right now, okay? We're going to give it a listen. I'm, I'm pretty sure y'all can piece it together for what I've said. Okay, we're playing a game right now. So our next guest is a writer, actor, and comedian. You've seen him in the reboot of Stars Party Down. I love that show. And in season three, of Comedy Central's Aquafina is Nora from Queens. Together, these two mystery people, they host a hilarious podcast called Adulting with Michelle Buteau and Jordan Carlos. Listen everywhere you get your podcast. Y'all need to get on that adulting congregation. Please welcome Michelle Buteau and Jordan Carlos. Hey. Hey. Oh Hello. my God. Do wow. I applaud? I'm like an auctioneer. Credits. Um, so excited to have you both here today. I love all the shows that you're on. Sincerely love the circle. Um, love getting to hear your beautiful voice drag people all, all throughout oh, the episode. My favorite. My favorite. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> Feel free to drag all of our scammers here as well. And and Jordan, <laughs> so happy that you could come back because your episode is a fan favorite. Yes. yes. Oh, How y'all oh. doing? Oh, that's very kind. It's just it's all about uh, making the Texas connection, coming mm-hmm. back and supporting you one Texan to another. And, and we good. need that. Look, the, the laws might be bad in Texas and, and maybe like 50 percent of the people as well. <laughs> but that other half is popping. The other half. <laughs> Go yeah, for the other, other half. half. Yeah. We got barbecue. Yes, we do it all for the other half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally. So we always ask on this podcast, and either of you can go first, but what is your relationship with scams? Mm. Like, have you ever been scammed? Do you love them? Do you hate them? Have mm. you run any that you can like get through mm. the statute of limitations? Because we don't want like the F to be in the eye like at your door. But if you get to talk about it. I am actually <laughs> from a family of scammers. Scamily. Um oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a scamily affair. Um <laughs> let's get it popping, like Mary J. Blige says. But um yeah, I'm talking great grandfather, grandfather, um uh uncles, mostly my mom's side of the family. It's a lot of um 
Yeah, it's a lot of second and third mortgages. Mm. It's a, it's more than one social ser- security card. It's a mm. lot of um, uh, betting. Um, it's a whole lot of that stuff. So uh, in turn, my parents have become very honest to a fault, always on time, always paying their taxes. Oh, always paying their taxes. Oh, I hate to hear that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> My dad, it was the international auditors, so they are on it. Yes. I mean, my mom taught me how to um, balance a checkbook before she taught me how to, like, you know, insert a tampon. So it's like, that's the kind of thank you, everybody. Okay, life skills. Um, Okay, life skills. Yeah. (laughs) You were writing traveler's checks at five years old? Look, you know, so I was setting an alarm when I was five. Um... Because I didn't want to be late for daycare because she was like, late people do not make money. People don't like late people. And so I really, I have, yeah, from the rooted to the tutor, I cannot be late. You know, if I am, it's like a whole ass, like a big titty TED talk. But I mean. (laughs) So you're a blue blooded scammer. Well, you come from like a long line of scammers, but then your parents decided to go straight. Now you said international auditor. Is like them, the people who got Shakira or um, what what do they do? Something like that. (laughs) Something like that. But it was for insurance companies. So yes, insurance companies. So my dad, who's deaf in one ear, speaks eight languages and he's just an amazing human being and it's it's a real gotcha moment so I could like never lie to them either I tried you know I try to put like a little hoochie mama tank top in my back pack and shake my titties but like you know it's I like I like to come clean I like truth but I will say the couple of times I have lied wow wow Whoa. At the doctor's right. office, when they always ask you how many drinks you have, it's like, oh, oh. yeah, no, everybody lies about that. You you got to say know. one they or know. two. Like, if you say what yeah. you, they'll like haul you away. I'm like yeah. 10, and they're like, a week? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> a month? A night. <laughs> an hour um, and also on my resume back in the day when I first started like really trying to do something besides stand up comedy in the back room of a bar at like Dallas BBQ um, been there I Shots. put <laughs> for the blue drink I put that I know how to um, ski and roller skate okay and then I got a job where I didn't know I was supposed to be. Um, what's the people that roller skate, but like real tough? Oh, like roller derby. Oh, roller derby. I was supposed to be a roller derby person. And I didn't know that. I didn't really read the whole thing. I was just like, I'm available for this audition. And I booked it. <laughs> and they're like, what size skate are you? I said, for what? For the What do I need to skate for? I was like, you know, this is really funny because I haven't skated in so long. And they're like, it comes back. I'm like, does it? And um, and by skating, I mean like at eight years old, I would hold on to the side of the wall while everybody oh like zipped back, like past me. Well, they were um, trying to scam you too. Talk about it comes back. It's just like riding a bike. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it really isn't. And so I have video of me trying to say it's it didn't work out. I'll send you the video because it's so sad. Um, they had to make no like, it's not it's it's inspirational I mean for who I mean for for scammers <laughs> for pro- professional liars such as myself now wait when you got the job like is a roller derby mostly tackling you could like coast yeah, it for a few so, feet and then just 
mauled somebody, right? <laughs> no, not the way they were going. They put me on like a rig oh. on the back of a, a small car and I had to bend over okay. and go like this. But <laughs> and act like I was because they were like, we're going to shoot it from the top up. I said, that's nice. Because when they put it on me, I was walking like, you know, um, you were like, doing a Mary J. Blige. At the like, end. I was. I was. I was like Mary J. at um, the halftime show. I really look like Sandra Bullock at the end of Gravity where I was like, I haven't ever done this with my legs. And they're like, this ain't going to work. Because I had to like walk and talk, which is hard mm. enough without skates. Yeah. But walking and talking when you're acting, here's a tip for mm. people who want to audition to be an actor. If in the scene you have to walk and talk and do something, you should actually run that scene with you doing right. that. So you get accustomed to that because it's a different part of your brain you use when you actually walk and, and talk and do something else. I would, no one tells you that. So you're on set and you're like, what is happening? No one tells you. It, what is happening? No I remember there was a scene that almost broke me. Yeah. Um, I had to walk, talk, then turn on a garbage disposal that obviously for no. sound we could not actually have on. So I had to walk, talk, turn yeah. on the garbage disposal, then start yelling over the garbage disposal that wasn't actually there. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and no. it's so silly. And you feel so fucking silly. You're just like, am I John Lugazamo in every right. movie? This is wild. I was like, what am I doing? This is my Viola Davis moment, 36 takes. Just trying to turn. Oh my God. No, no, it didn't take that long. You, the budget on that show, we was not getting no 36, babes. We, I, had, <laughs> I, I had maybe like four, and I was like, I'm so sorry, guys. I swear to God, I'll get it. But, oh my God. Was it Tyler Perry? Because you get one. Oh no, Tyler would have been like, boom in the shot. You t- t- toss, toss me the wig that the other actor wearing. <laughs> no. Tyler would have had a real garbage disposal. Be like, just talk over it. Tyler has a budget of one wig. <laughs> He's like, we only have one wig per movie so yeah when the camera's not on you throw the wig to the other actor oh i uh-huh. love a communal wig that takes me back to college that and like a communal tank top <laughs> a communal tank top that's the new one For sure yeah. Oh, yeah all right jordan <laughs> so we see we see what michelle's uh, relationship is jordan you've already done the show but yes have you had any different experiences since then any new yeah it, you it, it called to mind something that had happened now, uh, in college okay. now. now, I have to say, when you live in New York City, you're going to scam and you're going to you're going to get yeah. scammed. But um, because that's just life in New York, you got to. But uh, what I didn't, I definitely pulled off a heist and a scam. I definitely embezzled. Oh, uh, what? Jelly bean? Yeah, yeah, I did that. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I em- did that. Embezzled? I, did that. I got away with I got away with the embezzlement. Yeah, yeah I did. I frauded. I did frauded somebody. That's a new and ABC fraud- show coming to y'all. How to get away yeah. from embezzlement. It's just like. Yeah, I did frauded. Okay. <laughs> that was, that sounds that. fine. They got a lot of money. <laughs> like, they're good. They got Yeah, honestly, much. you were just yeah. reclaiming so, your funds. So how did you, how did exactly. this come about, allegedly? Good question. Great question. All right. So um, every <laughs> summer they would give out like uh, little grants mm-hmm. if you wanted to do like a summer internship and you didn't have it like right. that. Right. So it was like, but it had to be very specific. Like the grant was for like, let's say you wanted to work in the automotive industry or you wanted you wanted to get like um, something in like the music industry. Okay. So you'd have to like write for a grant and then a company would give you that money. Right. So um, the closest I could find was like to what I wanted to do was like fashion and retail. Now, what did you want to do? I didn't want to do that. I was like, I was like interning for Comedy Central. <laughs> so, and they paid me $5 a day. Oh. $5 a day. Yes. Oh. In New York City. 
in the nineties. Um, so it was, it was real. They just want to, I was like, <laughs> why are you trying to get like, I don't want to spend the night on, night on some roof or like, you know, in grand central, like I, I want someplace to live, you know? So I also um, feel like $5 a day, industry. $5 a day. I would rather <laughs> yeah, be, I would rather it be a free internship than $5 yeah. a day. Cause now you're just, are you paying me. taxes? On um, $5? Did you have to like fill out a W-10 and pay taxes nah. on those $5? Nah, nah. They just gave me petty cash under the table. It was, um, well, I was working petty. for, um, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was petty of them. That really right? is so, petty cash. Um, <laughs> truly, truly. So I was working um, at Comedy Search, like I said, and and I was not doing anything fashion related at all. And um, so, I, but I got the money and I was like living pretty for the summer. It was great. I could afford a little something, a little ramen whatever I wanted. You know what I mean? Um, and I was like living on this guy's floor and it was, it worked out now. You I just like said that you were living on the floor. floor and it worked out. That's not working out. How you, you gonna have a whole sentence? When you're, the sentence, when, the wait, sentence started with, I could do whatever I wanted and then it ended with, I'm living on somebody's floor. <laughs> well, when you're, when you're like night, when you're 19 years old, that that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like that's working. That's, you're working it out. It's fine. It was, it was fine. So like I had, I had a roof I, in New York city. That's thriving. Okay. <laughs> that's thriving. All right. So having a spot is thriving. So anyway, I, uh, then when I got back to school in the fall, um, the, the, the office that had given mm-hmm. me the money was like, so can you come back and like do a talk about your experience in fashion over <laughs> the summer? And I was like, um, that's going to be really hard for me <laughs> to do. It was very traumatic, and um, I saw sweatshop labor, and I saw things I shouldn't see. Ooh. So if you, want me, if you want me to speak on that, if you want me to speak on that, I will. And then they were like, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so... See, you better use that privilege. Be, being black becoming in handy sometimes. You were like, yeah. <laughs> we, we can talk about how horrible the white man was in the stitches. <laughs> they were like, okay, actually, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Oh, my God. It was... I was sweating though. I was like, how much? I was about to say, did you feel bad? About, did you have to like go out to like a happy hour and spend all five dollars <laughs> to like talk about what you just did? Did you have to go confess? Because I know you. I know that your underarms were dank after you got off that phone call. Uh, yeah, it was smelling like some diesel under my pits. But like, you know, let me tell you something. Uh, <laughs> I just revealed it for the first time on this wow. show. Wow. Exclusive. Oh, okay. Exclusive. I'm telling Exclusive. you. How did yeah. I not know? Yeah. Who are you? So yeah. I do want to say, so you do this thing. You, you tell them it's too dark to talk about. I think that's so funny because the scam mm-hmm. wouldn't work now, right? Because if you came back from a fake fashion intern and said that you saw atrocities, they'd be like, oh my God, bring your black ass over here and tell us your trauma right yes. now. Yes. <laughs> I know. Like, how far would this have gone um you're totally right and i'm very lucky it was 1990 whatever it was but like (laughs) back in the day back in the day yeah you could just kind of get away with it i mean i i'd have to up my scam game i guess you would like you would it it would be like your mrs doubtfire it'd be like your (laughs) twisting you'd really have to go in you'd have to like hire (laughs) people no i mean you no, but we say that, but you know what? I know that I could get away with oh, it. Oh, yeah. Now that I just, a moment at, after saying this, I know I could get away with it out. You know how I know? 
I just go on chat GPT. I'd be like, chat GPT, how was my summer? Describe it for me. And it would just like lay it all out for me. I just go to a chat box. You go to AI? And they would give me what, what my yeah. I would have gone to TikTok before yes. I went to AI. The TikTok girlies on there yelling about every <laughs> subject under the world. You know, we all have like a disorder now. I go on TikTok and find out I got new disorders every day. I'm like, see, I'm not, this is why I'm not on TikTok. What? This is what, this is why I'm not on TikTok. Although I do appreciate a recipe in 40 seconds or less. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. TikTok is just people throwing stuff in a pan and then also just like combing, leaving (laughs) conditioner through their hair and showing products. And then also... I love it. I love it. I mean... Doing their makeup while telling you about a murder. Yes. That's a whole genre. That's a whole genre. Yes. Oh my God. They'd be like, okay, so I'm using the Huda Beauty palette today. So the young woman was jogging home when she was stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> doing their brows. I swear. Oh, it's sick over there. I love it. But on that note, we're going to take a quick break for some non scam advertisements. We'll be right back with What's Hiding Fraud? Scams! I love fashion okay but we all know buying the latest and the greatest constantly is a little bit of a scam to the planet which is why i love newly it's a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style sometimes you put something on the gram and you feel like oh well it's dead now well with newly you can keep having fresh fits and you're helping the planet try out trending styles colors silhouettes and then you can send it back for something new okay come on newly for just 98 dollars a month you get your choice of any six styles each month access to thousands of styles for more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing i know that's right it's fast free shipping and returns with professional cleaning in newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility plus the option to buy whatever you love which i love that because sometimes i put on a piece and i'm like it's mine's now so you can buy it from newly i love using newly because the free shipping it's really quick and the pieces are really nice quality also i love that the orders like when i got mine it was shipped in a recyclable reusable tote newly is a great value at 98 dollars a month for any six styles but right now you can get 20 dollars off your first month of newly when you sign up with the code goddess 20 just go to n-u-l-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code goddess 20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code Goddess20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life. 
life. Like white cream? Are you kidding me? It's giving rich, okay? Quince is that girl. Y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time. Get into it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goddess. And we are back and it's time for What's Hot and Fried. This is where we warn our listeners about popping scams in the zeitgeist or more often than not, we get a letter from you all. As always, snitch on your friends, family, and your enemies at scamgoddesspot at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is retired because we don't want to what? Yes, Fuck up your bag. Amen. Um, I just need a fake person, a fake name for this person. My mom's going to kill me. I got to stop cursing and saying amen in the same sentence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You need a fake yes. name? Uh, uh, Clarence. Oh, my God. That's my dad's name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Out of all the names. What you trying I, to do to me? No, I, I like Clarence. We're going with Clarence. All right. I'm, <laughs> all right i don't know if my dad hears podcasts he knows i do this b- as one of my jobs but <laughs> you know so clarence says and i let's i picked yeah. this because y'all got the new york vibes and so I, I feel like this is like in the community um this is a scam that we've covered like maybe a few years ago so you're new to the podcast i just wanted to refresh you on this one um but clarence says <clears throat> okay boom so clarence is black <laughs> Because only okay. only we start boom. things with Love okay it. boom. <laughs> so <laughs> Clarence says, Okay, boom. So I was talking to my local coffee shop. <laughs> uh, walk into my local coffee shop, okay. When a car slows down, uh oh, and a lady in the back seat flags me and asked if I can help her. I assume she's looking for directions, so I take out one AirPod and ask her what she needs. I get about one foot closer to the car when she rolls her window up, and the man driving the car rolls down the front window and starts talking to me. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, Clarence is red flag number one for me because why the bait and switch I know that's right I mean I kind of get that though because if you roll down your window walking next to me mm-hmm. and it's a lady I'm more inclined to be like oh hello lady like what do you need Yeah. and then he was like actually yeah. it's me a man I would be like ah <laughs> <laughs> switcheroo classic I love that Bonnie and Clyde of it yeah. all that's really good have you ever walking down a New York City street and see like and like a bunch of guys behind you be like miss miss you got a dollar by your foot then you have to stop look at your foot and they're like hey Uh, what's your name where you going that's a new kind of cat calling wow (laughs) yeah because I (laughs) would stop for a dollar or a five dollar bill but here we are I don't like that I don't like me neither leave it alone don't stop ladies what happens to your blue shirt not worth it You know, <laughs> smile, mommy. Like, God bless you, sis. Like, no, yeah, that's not the hecklers innovating. <laughs> no, look, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Also, if it's in New York wow. City and somebody says you got a dollar by your foot, you should already know that's a scam because if you got a dollar by your foot, as soon as your foot leaves, I'm gonna get that dollar. I'm not gonna tell you about the dollar. I know. Mm. I mean, I would stop for a new Metro card. True. Like, I'm an asshole, but here we are. Um, also, yeah. the cat calling is wild. One guy said he wanted me. He couldn't wait to take me home to make him his coffee table, like to be at his coffee table. What? I was like, sir, 
that makes no fucking yeah i was like you sound psycho and you should go get some furniture Mm. like this is terrible (laughs) you need one you you need to go to ikea yeah go to ikea yes come on is he just collecting people like you gonna be my credenza (laughs) and you gonna be my side table this that's insane (laughs) the side chick is a side table i can't you gotta you have to go and i was like is he talking about my sturdy gate that's not nice (laughs) (laughs) no it sounds like it was something freaky but i'm like if you want to shout something freaky to me you got to be the person on the freaky end i you got to be my coffee table you know, it was. Well, I oh, think it was something oh. about all fours. I think it was something about all fours, and I was like, "Bye." Yeah, no. Yeah, it's disgusting. You know, That's I know disgusting. I look friendly, but it's just a double chin. I don't want to talk to you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> so the switcheroo happens, right? And the man starts mm-hmm. talking to okay. Clarence. So he's uh, Clarence says he starts talking to me, very friendly, <laughs> and then daps me up, obviously trying to build a rapport. Red flag number two and three. Now you don't let too many flags pass. We don't talked about it. It's just one flag, y'all. Mm-hmm. We're not at the Grand Prix. We're not. <laughs> yeah, what's this? The United Nations. I agree. <laughs> too many flags. We should have left. But I love this because I'm a voyeur, and I will let some shit go go on to the point of like right up until I'm about to get scammed because mm-hmm. I'm just so interested. I was talking to there's this new scam happening now where people will text you and act like they know you and yeah yeah and normally yes. i block it but i was like you know what fuck it i'm gonna start talking to him but i fucked up and i put the shit on my instagram story like block the number out and stuff it was like i'm gonna talk to him and see what's up and then the next text i said was like oh well you know what actually it, it, it's not you like da, 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 da. they were like i just googled your number and i was like oh fuck <laughs> But I know that what? they Google Googled your number. But I didn't Google my number because, like, there's a fake, there's an old number on Google right now that is my my old old number. But I know they probably just found my Instagram or maybe already knew who I was because I was like, damn, damn, wow. You know what's wow. scary? Some like it, like sometimes I get emails from people in prison. Oh, that's nice. What? what? <laughs> well, what what level of what level of security? what are they saying? I love the circle or like your stand up? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Do they have Netflix in prison? Um, because those numbers yeah. count. Um, <laughs> we well, take some streams. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you mind? I probably do rate well in prisons, but um, I don't open it because there's a whole thing you have to like accept the thing from a thing to thing, right. and I'm not opening it because I have enough dusty cousins to take care of. You have to do all that accepting <laughs> from a jail email? I thought that was only the phone yes. call. It's a collect email? No. Now it's an email. Yeah, they have internet. No, but I mean like, is it charging you for the email? Because I know the collect calls sometimes will charge. Oh, but- I don't know. They really should have had like this in Orange is the New Black so I could see what it's like. <laughs> But they don't. Man, I want to know what these emails yeah, are. Yeah, with a call. They do that with calls. They do it with the calls. But the emails, that's wild, though. I mean, how much do you think, if you were the warden, how much freedom would you give, Michelle? Do you think people should be have access to the internet if they are in prison? Yeah. That's a very that's a very complicated question because I think <laughs> everything can happen, but it has to be controlled. But we already know that that is something that, you know, will be compromised. But, um, you yeah. know, th- that's a really good question. You can, I don't know. I know my cousin went, <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> and I'm just saying my cousin went to jail when I was in college okay. and, um, yeah. he actually sold my address. I was staying with my parents at oh. the time when I was in college. Yo. He sold my address for cigarettes and some other shit. And so I was getting like a lot of letters what? from inmates. Damn. Yeah. I tell you, my family is, you said it, special. you said it. And 
That's oh my god! Send your address to some <laughs> shit though. He, I hope he got at least a few cartons of cigarettes. I feel like your address is very valuable. I hope he got you know a lot of commissary and <laughs> yeah, when at least some got, menthols off that. Yeah. Now we're maybe I well whatever okay. he'll never hear this. But when he oh. got out, moving into this, he missed oh, wait, his boyfriend so much that he violated his parole to go back in to see him. Oh lord! Wow. Well. <laughs> That's beautiful. It is. Lacey, <laughs> <laughs> Lacey, I love you so much for trying to keep it positive. But this is not one of those times. It's not one of those times, honey. We don't have to. It's okay. I'm dead. It's okay. No. Oh my goodness. I'm cool. I know what I'm, love I'm feels like. You do. You do it. You do an amazing, sweetie. So. <laughs> <laughs> so okay flags number two and number three which is a flag two flags too far but at this point yes I, okay. this is Clarence talking I know whatever comes next is about to be a scam and I'm just thinking ooh I can't wait to tell Lacey about this oh I love this press um, but y'all y'all don't have to do scam or get involved in scam activity to tell me but also do do it but I, I never told you to okay so um <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. And Cla- wow. So Clarence says, my day was light, so I had a little time for mess. I know that's right. So first thing I noticed is this man is dripping in jewelry, thick gold chain on, bracelets, and several rings. Second thing was that he's hot, which is why this attempted scam got as far as it did. Mm. Okay, we love a sexy criminal. <laughs> Sometimes being sexy is oh, the scam. Yeah. So he, he speaks yes. with an accent and tells me he's not from the U.S., but here on vacation mm. with his family, paying to the child sleeping in the back seat. <gasps> mm. Where's Liam Neeson? <laughs> right. Is that your baby? <laughs> <laughs> we might need some neck chops here because whose baby is that? So he also tells me his credit cards aren't working and that he needs help. Yeah. Mm. No specific goal right. or need, just help is he a prince from west africa i am confused i just also love the vagueness of help because he was like i'm not gonna stop the bag like i could ask for 20 dollars, but maybe you are you got 40 dollars. so i'm gonna just say general help hmm. help yeah. well that is that <laughs> is that is very professional because you're leaving it open mm-hmm. you know you're not gonna put 20 on it when you know they might have 50 so you're just leaving it open for whatever you can yeah, get come as you are give yeah. what you can you know amen so immediately he takes off his large gold pinky ring and starts trying to hand it to me. I refuse it because I've heard of this scam before. Scammers tell you they need money badly right. and are willing to sell you high quality jewelry for a great deal. Meanwhile, it's completely worthless. Yes, we all heard of this scam. If you haven't, welcome. But if anybody tries to give you their jewelry, like, babes, <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> Take your ass to Jared. What are we doing? If my mama told me once, she told me twice. Yes. So I refuse, says Clarence, because I've heard of the scam before, right? He starts getting insistent that they just need help. <laughs> Again, with that general help. We just need help now, damn. Help. And now he's being specific that it's for gas money. So the general help didn't work. So now he's like, okay, we need gas money. On the very slim chance that it was mm. real, I offer a few bucks for gas money, which he refused because it's not enough. <laughs> No, this is like when I left Boston Market with my coupons and the homeless man said I want something to eat. And so I gave him chicken breast. He said, I want dark meat. I said, bitch, (laughs) go on. Beggars can't be. Choosers sometimes. Okay, thank you. I was like, I really thought it was going to. No, it 
Drive home you the did. Border. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the enthusiasm would be like at a nine. Wait, wait no, wait, I'm with you. I'm with you. I didn't know where she's going. I was like, where are you going? Okay, do it again. Do it again. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> the timing was still very off, Jordan. I thought she was gonna be. Yeah. I even put my hand up to signal what we were doing. It. Oh, oh my god! It's, I blame the, I blame the internet speed. Yeah. We Yo, were definitely sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> I was just saying we are definitely giving like '80s movie volleyball team that can't get it together. Yes, very much so. Yeah, and I love that yeah. for us. We will in the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it too. Can I say? Can I say one thing though? Um, this, that, that's exact same scam got run on me and, um, I, w- they tried yes. it. They tried <laughs> They tried you did, Okay. You didn't take but, it. But, um, just know, be aware, be aware, um, as you're traveling on 95 South, I-95, when you cross, uh, over from Delaware to Maryland, to Maryland, that first rest stop in Maryland, Maryland. Or, as we say, Maryland, beware, 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 they there. Okay. It's it's that parking lot in the service area is rife because you're like, I'm going to stop for some gas. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that chicken sandwich at Popeye's. I might get some crab cakes, mm-hmm. whatever it is. They know. They know. Mm-hmm. And they're lurking. So I stopped for gas. The exact same thing happened with me. It was just an, uh, the the dude was like, I got jewelries. It could be the same guy. Oh, my God. Um, I got these jewelries. I, <laughs> I need help mm-hmm. with the gas. Mm-hmm. And I was just like. That's not happening. And then uh, to my wife, I was like, honey, let's get out of here. Right. And so um, she's like, what? I wanted to get some Cheetos. I was like, whatever. So we just we we just rolled out as quickly as possible because it was just like, you know, in your bones mm-hmm. when somebody is being, you know, what I'm saying when they're going sideways. So you have to I, hats off to your to your uh, listener. But I'm like, I was like, nah, we good. We good. We're not um, going to stay to find out. I love tracks. that for you. It was, it was like because when it comes to scams, yeah. I'm like a white woman in a movie. I'm I want hello, who's there? <laughs> this isn't funny. Oh like I'm running towards the danger. I'm like, oh my like my God. brain was like, Clarence should have peeked in the car and saw what the tank was on. Was it on E? Like, let's see if he really needs gas. Oh wow, <laughs> what's wrong with me? Get no closer. That, that's yeah. a special place to live, and I admire you. <laughs> I really I Michelle, I love that reserve. I went as fast as my Honda CRV could go. Yeah. I know totally. because you know yeah. it's it's interesting because once sometimes, you know, drama, no. <laughs> she was like, I'm running away. Jordan, I love that you also were like, now we're not even gonna go in the rest stop. You're not gonna get crab cakes, you're not gonna fight anybody for no. a chicken sandwich. <laughs> no. You just left. Not no, no, Maryland is wild like that. I love I love the Black Riviera and everything like that, but it's just like sometimes like we're not doing it. And we didn't stop till we get to DC. But like I went as fast. My Honda CRV has never gone that fast. Okay. My dad okay. wagon was like <laughs> yeah. was you were peeling out. It was Skrr. wild. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. I Yeah. And the kids were like, what's going on? Yeah, oh no, on, you're on. great. I, I I was gonna say, I think that that was smart of you though. Um, y'all don't be like me because I remember in college there was a woman who was going around with a similar scam like this. She wasn't doing jewelry, but she was giving a sob story and then being like, I need like however much help you can give me. So no specific amount. Yeah. And she got me. I yeah. like went to the, she was a black woman too. I went to the ATM. I'm in college and I gave her $20, which in college money is a lot of money. That's a lot. Yeah. What? Yeah. But then later yeah. I found out wow. that she, like if you didn't give her money, she was hitting people over the head with her purse that had a brick in it. Mm-hmm. It was in our police blotter. Whoa. Yeah. If you didn't give yeah. her money? This was gonna hit. So something that, something in your bones knew that I need to do this. Yeah. 
That's wild. I was just trying to get hit. Your intuition is fire. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just pretend like I can't hear I people. $20 or a Because I have a very... I have a very hittable face. Yes, I know. No. People, no, no, you don't. Don't. no, you don't. Look, Why do you have, say that? Because people hit me in the face, Jordan. What do you think? I just woke up one day and just like had this educated guess. You have I've a been, beautiful face. Look, I love a nice freckled heart shaped situation. Some people don't. And I've been All to right. countries where people, and, and I can feel it too. I'm just like, I was on... Last time I was like on a train in Paris. I'm like, that guy's going to come over here and hit me on top no. of the head. And my friend's like, are you crazy? I'm like, <laughs> I feel it. And sure enough, he came over. He looked angry. He bopped me on the head. Damn, no, he did ha- not. <laughs> so you have, the intuition, you have the intuition too, but you just didn't go anywhere. Yeah. You were just like, it's happening. <laughs> well, I was like, yeah, I was like about like 21, 22. And I was like, should I get up? No, that's crazy. Like, okay, he won't hit me. Like I was still listening to her, but I was like, I feel mm-hmm. like he's going to hit me. And yeah, man, people have hit me in the face. Like it happens. So it's like, you need to, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing better than your intuition. Truly. So Jordan, you speeding off and, and now Michelle, you know, like if you see somebody who looks like they're going to you uh <laughs> move, move on. on yeah that's why i leave that's why i leave i was like even then like mm. that's why i pay because i was like i'm not getting a, a brick to the head i didn't know what was gonna happen yeah. but i felt something <laughs> wow. yeah she was it was in the police blotter that look out for this woman same description that i had seen and i know because i spent time with her because i didn't have any cash and i was kind of getting out of it like i don't got no cash she was like it's an atm right there and i was like okay <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. But why a brick? You can't even do a half a brick? Like, you got to hit somebody with a it, brick over money? Come at on. At least now. you got it in the purse, so it's not going to leave no scratches. You're just going to have a concussion. It's just, you know, like, that was considerate. I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that. <laughs> so, to wrap oh this God. up, Clarence says that, you know, yes. <laughs> he, that the scammer's getting really, the sexy scammer's getting really insistent and, like, no, your gas money ain't enough. Like, I need more, which Clarence says is crazy because where else are you trying to go but the airport or the embassy? unless I was about (laughs) Clarence you're hilarious unless I was about to bankroll your entire vacation of gas money off a pinky ring like what and so Clarence is like at this point I'm like well I can't help you after I walked away I had another thought though it's the middle of the day on a busy street in Brooklyn there's no less than 30 pawn shops within a one eighth a tank of gas drive away that was, he was really just trying to scam me. Yeah, it's hella pawn shops in New York. Like you can pawn oh, yeah. everywhere. It's like a coffee shop oh, and yeah. a pawn shop. So this man was definitely doing robbery. And that's another thing. If you're in New York and somebody tries to give you jewelry in exchange, like first of all, what, what is it? Eighteen ninety two. We're not bartering. Like the barter system is gone. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yes. So you know, Clarence, you did the right thing, and Clarence, you're just like me. For real, boo, because I would have followed it to the bitter end. But as as you can oh see, <laughs> our adulting adulters here, the adulting podcast on the pod today, they mm. would have ran away. <laughs> so maybe we should become adults yeah. and run away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think there's yeah. like there's something like fun and mischievous about the way you and Clarence's mind work where you say, let me just see. Let me just see. But for me, it's just so emotional that it's really going to go from zero to 60. And I will be a Today Show interview. Like Hoda would be like, what happened? You look so happy. Mm. 
Now you just like beating somebody down with their own jewelry in front of their kid because they wanted seven dollars for diesel. <laughs> and you know, like now, like yeah, like now I'm just like you know fucking up these guys' tires because he said something about me being a coffee table. And now everyone's got a camera phone. And, they're like, it's Michelle. Yeah, the comedian. Yeah, they're gonna be like, "Wow, um, Nicole Byer lost her shit," <laughs> <laughs> and she also started bleaching. <laughs> look, everybody thinks truly, I'm Nicole. Truly. I know we could not look more different, but everyone thinks I'm Nicole, and people think Nicole is me. That is hilarious and insane. Since 2012. Wow. It's wild. I get it. It's wild. So I get so it. I've I've been ego wotum for a long time. Um, <laughs> so oh, we wow. we both did UCB together for many years uh, before she did SNL and like we would be in the same rooms like she just in this yes. finished the show mm-hmm. I'm coming in to do a show and they'd be like oh my god Grace said out right. there and I'm like she right there in the corner <laughs> like we yeah. have the same yeah. person oh my god yes yeah I've been you. out my, with Michael Mr. Shearer so many times shut up <laughs> <laughs> what if I was like Michael Kate Hudson Jordan all day me and yeah. Kate Hudson, ooh, baby. Don't be in the same room. Hey, Sydney Sweeney, they were thinking we both. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can't put yeah. my underwear on anywhere. <laughs> love this. Right? They're like, I love you on Abbott Elementary, bro. <laughs> okay, that one, that one is feasible, though. That one. Everyone hates That's Jordan. Oh, okay, I'll take that. You need I'll to get out that. here and start Everybody saying hates. that you're Tyler J. Wilkins. <laughs> I'll take that. I like it. Uh, he's. He's great. I love him. I once did a movie with him. He's super sweet. But I will say, Jordan, you should start doing that grift. Like, you should get out here and tell people that you are him. (laughs) White people don't know. And they love Abbott. And they still not gonna know. Get out there. It's crazy. I was hosting this luncheon and this lady who's like a very smart lady. She was like, like trying to figure out climate control. She was a smart bitch. She's like, oh, can I get a picture with you to send to my daughter? I said, sure. She's like, we... Love you on Nailed It. We watch it all the time. No. <laughs> I said, yeah. I said, um, take the picture. Send them to your daughter. Tell her you met Nicole Byer. Tell her. I mean, that's a good you're scam. You're also though. on Netflix, though. That's a great you're scam. So much on Netflix. So yeah. I don't know. I would give it to them on that one. <laughs> they don't deserve it. <laughs> wow. They don't wow. deserve it, but you are on no, Netflix ma'am. a lot. Ma'am, ma'am, what is in that kombucha bottle? I don't. <laughs> you don't look like I her at all. It. But I'm just saying, I'm going to give it to him because, like, honestly, Michelle, your last name could be da because you are on Netflix a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? I actually, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit to my second scam. I actually, um, somebody thought it was Wyatt Cenac, and they hired me to do this thing. Um, for a lot for good money, so I'm what? excited about that. But yeah, yeah, single yeah, day yeah. Mayo on a Friday in 2023. Yeah, does Wyatt know? Nah, Wyatt doesn't know. But but here's I didn't I didn't like they were like they were like hey Wyatt can you do this thing they were just like um can you do this can you host this like this night wherein like okay there's a movie and then you just like talk about the movie as it's playing and then like you have a DJ in the back I'm like yeah sure whatever and then I was like that sounds really fun. So um, they're like, great, 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 great. Here's the budget. I'm like, nice. And then they're like, okay, cool. And then we had a meeting, like a Zoom, and they're like, when you do talking at the screen, it's one of my favorite things. Oh my and God. I was like, oh, I don't do that. That's Wyatt. But you already signed the contract, so we're good. Is that what you said? Um, <laughs> you didn't say that. You're just no, like, uh-huh. 
I mean, I said that in not so many. I was like, I was very kind about it. I was just like, yeah, I love when Wyatt does that. That's so good. Like Wyatt's an ex show. I've been on it, but I'm not like, <laughs> you know, so like. I don't know. They might have like, thought you were talking ah! to the third person. That doesn't sound that clear to me. They're like, Wyatt likes to refer to himself but- as Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, no, also- they knew who I was and they reached out and thought I did that show. But also, you so th- see yeah. these white these white producers need to do follow up, honey. But yeah. but take the money. One, two. You oh, also definitely. host like a movie thing, so that you know they probably mm-hmm. saw it and wanted Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> Wyatt got to be like that. Um, but whatever, oh. I'm sure Wyatt's fine. He's doing <laughs> so, great. He's good. Here we He's are. Doing great. He's, He's doing, doing great. Good. He's doing great. And He's we're doing, doing great good. too. Yeah. We're gonna take a break for some non-scam advertisements. We'll be right back with historic hoodwinks. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. And we are back and it's time for my favorite part of this podcast, Historic Hoodwinks. This is where I'm going to regale Jordan and Wyatt with a famous Connor Kaler <laughs> group of criminals. Wyatt Tyler, Jay Williams. <laughs> and maybe, That's a lot of names to keep track of. And maybe we love them. Maybe we hate them. We'll see along the way. So today we're talking about Victor Lustig. He was a smooth talking, well-dressed con artist of the roaring 20s that used his wit's charm and, you know, prowess <laughs> to swindle victims using everything from magic tricks to the Eiffel Tower. So I love this pose. It's definitely giving 1920s. You know, I had to do it to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i love uh, you set him up you're like you're like smooth talking suave debonair uh this looks like a math teacher yeah you know like i don't know why this man he looks like the brother from um everyone loves raymond he's got oh that bobby kind of mediterranean my great-great-grandmother was black fucking yeah <laughs> like, like a little Sicilian you know I mean? a little yeah I, I see what you're saying yeah there's definitely a port in his background I also that's yeah. strong eye. I love that this time period like <laughs> this was when men were not afraid to be balding like nowadays everybody mm. getting oh my hair god I thought you were gonna say men <laughs> Oh no! Yes, <laughs> they're getting hair installed, <laughs> plugs. But at this time, they were like, "Yeah, I just got like a round kind of like donut situation happening, and I'm vibing." <laughs> it is giving vanilla donut with sprinkles. Um, and I, I haven't. His ear looks like a fetus. It's it looks like a baby fetus. Yo, it's so big. It's so big. It looks like one of those. Too big. You know when you get an oyster that's so big, you're like, who the fuck is eating this? A dollar oyster. Am I naked yeah. and afraid? A dollar oyster. Only if I'm on yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, I don't. This, 
I know exactly what you mean. This may well be by the ears alone. This could be Adam Driver's great great grandfather. You never know, man. So Who's? maybe like Adam Driver, the actor Adam Driver, who has giant ears, and nobody. We need to normalize that conversation. That man's ears are so goddamn big, and people are just like, oh, oh my god, Adam Driver. I'm he like, can probably I'm, hear us from the yeah. Picture. I'm saying <laughs> Adam definitely heard Jordan right now. <laughs> You're gonna be at your door, like. Also, I do Come love on, bring like. It. This was definitely before deodorant and this was all cologne, probably. Like, this suit is definitely giving a wheat, red onion, outside yeah. funk. It's giving the funk. He's perspiring, for sure, because, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's not natural material. None of it's No natural. breathable. The only thing natural is the five hairs on the set. And I love how he has them so quaffed. Bi- <laughs> he has them placed real, like, you know, he's doing what he, he, he can. The best that he can with what he Literally. got. Yeah. So Victor Lustig was born in Austria-Hungary in 1890. Sure. As a child of, <laughs> he was fluent in several languages. Oh, like your dad, Michelle, he was fluent in several languages. L-O-L. Including English. <laughs> he quickly gathered skills. <laughs> it's funny to be like, I'm fluent in English. Like, it just doesn't sound as good as other languages. So right. He quickly gathered skills as a budding criminal from panhandling to pickpocketing to burglary. Mm-hmm. Okay. And eventually became a street hustler. So he was stealing from you wherever, your pockets, willingly panhandling mm-hmm. or coming into your home and taking your things. He yeah. was also a talented card handler. And by the time he reached adulthood, Victor mm-hmm. was so skilled that he could make a deck of cards do everything but talk. So he was making them cards do what they did. Love it. You know, oh. yeah, like the cup and ball. Are we talking about the cards? Yes. <laughs> maybe other things maybe other things he was good with his hands so Victor rose to maturity as a criminal in the height of the roaring 20s following the world war one during this time people walked around with pockets full of money and I love being nostalgic about the 20s because black people weren't doing good (laughs) we weren't doing good at that time that is crazy everybody will talk about flappers unless your name was Josephine Baker yeah yeah, 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 she was our one yeah she was she was doing great (laughs) We're all living vicariously through her. So some of Victor's first victims were first-class passengers aboard the transatlantic ships, many of whom had recently acquired their fortunes. Not you robbing people on the Titanic. Okay. So when... (laughs) Not Jack and Rose and them. Okay. So... So he ran their pockets before they got on that ship and started fucking, you know. (laughs) So when Victor arrived in the United States, he quickly became known to authorities in 40 cities as the Scarred. Due to a two and a half inch gash along his left cheekbone, he acquired it from a rival in Paris. Man, Michelle, you was right about Paris. They they really harming people. (laughs) randomly (laughs) (laughs) so you know despite him looking a little scary he also earned a reputation Mm -hmm. as a gentleman criminal as he never carried a gun kept his own set of ten commandments and enjoyed mounting butterflies in his spare time I don't what do you mean I don't know what mounting butterflies means Okay. That just means when you pin them to like, let's say you have a velvet board and you pin them carefully. You take a pen. And, like Silence of the Lambs? Yes, very much so. So you murdered That's them? It. No, they they, either, they, were already they dead. were like dead. They were already dead. So you like, you collect them and pin them to like a velvet board and put that, you frame that and put that on the wall. Oh, you, you better put the you lotion are, in the basket. Uh, yeah, you're a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's like the classier version so of his, strangling cats. 
<laughs> I don't like it. So the oh my god, here are the ten commandments of crime. Uh, oh, okay. Be a patient listener. Okay. So like not fast talking. That's not the con that he does, right? He's listening. Never look bored. Okay. Wait for the other person to reveal any political opinions and then agree with them. Okay, it's giving mirroring. Oh, is this the first date? Are we running a crime? Hey, y'all, take this out. I'm hitched now. Take these on your first date. <laughs> Let the other person reveal religious views, then have the same ones. Hint at sex talk, but don't follow it up unless the other person shows a strong interest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In what? Wow. In the sex. Like I should be like I know, but with him? My okay. dick hard. Anyways. Mad, you like bro. smoothies? <laughs> What? <laughs> Never discuss illness unless someone has some, I'm sorry, unless some special concern is shown. Never pry into a person's mm. personal circumstances. And they'll tell you it all eventually. Never boast. Just let your importance be quietly obvious. Never be untidy. Never get drunk. Okay. And it. Mm. And it's just five inches, or sorry, it's just five feet and seven inches and 140 pounds. He relied more on his wits and charm rather than brutalizing his victims. Cause, so basically, they say mm-hmm. he didn't have hands. Right, right. Ooh, he could yeah. wash some hands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's how you yeah. disarm people. I was actually thinking when I was looking at his picture that he does seem like a good listener. He seems like he would um, probably be a good boyfriend because he's so tired of all the lies he has to tell (laughs) that he Mm. wants something real and true when he comes home. You know what I mean? And yeah. And he probably is one of these quiet people that don't trust people too often. So when you get them to talk, they don't shut the fuck up. You know, those quiet friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And look at that eye contact. It's piercing. Like I feel like he's staring at me through this photo. Yeah, through the through the ages, from the grave, he's he's ready to still put it on you. You know what I mean? Great, so, great. Um, so much for sleeping scam. tonight. Okay. <laughs> 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 so one of his earlier scams was the Rumani money okay. box. So we have a money box here. Hmm. So got you. It was a box roughly the size of a steamer trunk because I know what that is, and um, it fashion. It was like made from cedar wood, and it was like complicated rollers and brass and all this shit on the inside. He claimed that it would copy banknotes using radium, an exciting new metal that <clears throat> that was becoming popular as a miracle material. So he said he got vibranium in a box. And it's gonna copy. <laughs> yeah, gonna copy your money. And I think you also, I think you also use cedar, so you don't have moths because moths are not um, attracted to cedar, mm. which is why a lot of like rich people would always have a closet made out of cedar, uh, so the moths wouldn't go in fancy. there. Fancy, love that. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Please leave it. <that. laughs> So, <laughs> so often he would become a com- like he would be accompanied during his demonstrations by his friend Dapper Dan Collins, allegedly a former circus lion tamer mm. and death-defying bicycle rider. Okay, is a bicycle not a unicycle? I guess he was riding the bicycle very scary places. All right, we'll take it. So Dapper Dan would come okay. with him. The way that it worked was Victor would pick his mark and then request a certain denomination of a bill. He'd then insert it into the machine where he would take six hours before popping out an identical bill. 
It was actually one that Victor had placed in the machine before doubling the amount of money. Victor would then take that bill to the bank Oof. with the victim to authenticate it. Once the mark was convinced, Victor would then sell the box to them at a high price and stuff just enough real bills in to be able to make his escape. So he was selling these boxes. I, I guess in the 20s, mm. people had six hours for a scam because that just seems... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They definitely did. You remember encyclopedias? Oh, yeah. And that was the 80s. Oh. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about it. They would probably listen to like a baseball game on the radio or Little Orphan Annie or something like that. And then they come back and be oh. like, oh, look, now I have more money. This is great. Uh, <laughs> I'm signing up for TikTok as we speak. Right. <laughs> Get into it. Go down those rabbit holes. So between his box, a fake horse race scheme that he was doing and bogus real estate investments, the gentleman thief grew to become a millionaire. And in the 20s, that's like money, money. In addition to keeping by a code and wearing expensive clothes, Victor was also known for treating women with respect, if not just his wife. Wow. See, you said it, Michelle. You said it. He out here respected Mm-hmm, bitches. Mm-hmm. Why is he stealing from people? What do you mean he's? <laughs> I mean, are we all stealing from someone mm-hmm. a little bit? Yeah, that's true. I did Might two well scams. I just admitted to two you scams. Did. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. I, 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 I mean, <laughs> I love this. He was treating women with respect. Okay, and, and they couldn't yes. vote at this time. You know, <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Nah. On November 3rd, 1919, he married a noted beauty from Kansas named Roberta Nore. Okay, a noted beauty from Kansas. Ooh. <laughs> I wasn't going to think Kansas was where. <laughs> Sorry if you're from Kansas. Oh! I'm sure y'all baddies. I'm... Why are you coming for Kansas like that? Kansas wasn't even a part of the whole. They were like, oh, oh I, I love goodness. this show. Kansas is like, I love this is my favorite show. <laughs> like everybody in <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> The only time I've met people from Kansas is in Kansas. True. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I know a lot of Texans in New York. That's true. Go on. I'm yeah, because you're on tour. So when you go to Kansas, what they look like? Yeah. Like they're from Kansas. See, my point stands. Wow. Y'all, y'all check out my show when she comes go to on. Kansas. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing. Yeah, if you're sexy, I mean, if you're sexy pull up to her show yeah. so we can debunk this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Victor. I thought you said debut. I said, oh my God. (laughs) That's up to you. Oh my God. That's up to you. That's a different show, sis. So Victor raised his family in secret. I don't know why they're in secret, but okay, Drake. He was hiding the world from his family. So (laughs) he spoiled his daughter with illegal fortunes while protecting them from the unsavory underground part of his profession. You were right, Michelle. Like he's keeping his family out of this, but they live in good. He also spent a fair amount of his fortune on gambling and his lover. So he did have a lover. Billy Mae Scheibel, the madam. Ooh, this hoe. This thought. (laughs) This home rock. The she should audition for VH1's Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> but she did. Right. That's that's Yeah, good, right? let's give it Peter Guns and Amina for okay. sure. Uh, she looks like she would definitely... She's got a very... She looks like Mrs. Garrett from Facts of Life. Oh, my God. If Mrs. Garrett was a hoe. She's definitely doing stuff to the dick that wife wasn't doing. Oh, for sure. She... How do you know what Miss Garrett was doing and not doing? You said if she was. Oh, I'm just saying. We we don't know. We don't know what's going on in Facts of Life after hours. <laughs> no, nah, I think Miss Garrett ain't going down like that. But this bitch <laughs> over here looks like she's sucking on a dick that tastes like red onion. 
Oh my god! I, you know they ain't wash their dicks properly back then. Come I on, know, now. they barely do these days. So uh, back then, you know it wasn't. You okay, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> Just taking it all in. Okay. Just now, all Billy, in. Billy May, like Billy May, Miss Garrett over here. She was a madam of a billion dollar prostitution racket. So she probably did okay, have she's the also skills. A businesswoman. She, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if she getting millions, that means she she knew what to do. Yeah. She knew. And yeah. when and how. And where. Yeah. Winning. And how. <laughs> yeah. So here's the big one. The oldest person. Right. Mm-hmm. Truly. And here's the big one, right? So this is Victor's big scam. So Victor, and this is like his most famous scheme, it began with his arrival okay. in Paris, May of 1925. Upon, I love when people were traveling in the 1920s across country because I feel like you would just die. Like, I don't think I would ever leave the country I was in because like a boat. Not, not by choice, for sure. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. upon arrival, he commissioned stationery yeah. with a French government seal and he stationed himself at the Hotel de Crayon and posed as a government official and began inviting top people in the French scrap metal industry to have meetings there. I love this time because in 1925, who gonna check me, boo? Ain't no internet. Like, we gotta wait on word of mouth. Yeah. If I got paper, like, what's up? Yeah. I wish I wish I could do that now. Someone, I was just in New York. I just flew back and um, I randomly started talking to this lady when I was eating at this restaurant at the bar and she was like, oh, like I'm an actor. And I was like, oh, that's dope. I, I act as well. And she was like, oh, do you have a card? And I was like, a card? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Like a business card? Oh, God. I know. Yeah, let me run it's a like asking for a quick. thumb drive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, people still replicate shit all the time, especially now, like, we've all lost, like, all our blue checks. Oh, yeah, that was painful. We don't know what's true or not. We yeah. don't. And now Elon giving them back to certain people and then forcing their profile to say that they paid for Twitter blue, which is a lie. Elon, you're ass. Um, you you so too much. Wild. You too much. Can he be yeah. done? Then his rocket blew up. <laughs> I want to like whenever I meet him is it fucked up if I'm like go back to Africa you know what I mean is that fucked up if I say that to his dumb face it would be hilarious hilarious. I mean we need him to go back somewhere I don't know if we want to play (laughs) African how was the moon you go back to the moon I love that there was like I wish who tweeted it I knew but they were like you know sending the man to the moon was amazing but we didn't go far enough we should have sent all the men and left them there oh that's funny Except for you. Yeah, Jordan, you could stay. No, I actually would prefer the moon. <laughs> no, Bye, motherfucker. All right, then you going. Don't leave anything you need, okay? Don't let the door hit you, okay? <laughs> Where the good Lord split you there. Go to the moon. So <laughs> I want five six of gravity. I want five six of gravity. Let's go. Let's bounce. Um literally. So he okay, he's so bringing the girls to the hotel. Saying, he got the the stationery. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh, this paper is really papering. We'll come wherever you want. So, <laughs> so the important message that he had to relay was um, this. He says in quotes, because of the engineering faults, costly repairs, and political problems I cannot discuss, the tearing down of the Eiffel Tower has become mandatory. So he tell people, what? We got to tear it down. You put yeah. that out there. He got paperwork to prove it, right? So he told them that the Mm -hmm. tower was set to be auctioned to the highest bidder and that bids came flying in from buyers looking to purchase thousands Mm. of scraps of the metal of the tower. So he's like, we're going to tear it down and everybody wants a piece. This is the scariest. This is the scariest and most powerful tool is 
fear and greed, word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's also what happened in Europe like 20 years later and putting them together like that's my favorite thing to be like oh i'm in such high demand everybody bidding on me mm-hmm. hurry up you got two mm-hmm. hours like that's how you get people going right so eventually victor hooked a man named andre poisson a newcomer to paris so he and he got a french ass name for not being from paris but he knew to the city <laughs> so Victor managed to convince Andre that he was like a poor government director looking for a bribe which meant like $20,000 in cash plus an additional $50,000 if Victor okay. could see it that like he got the winning bid on all the metal of the Eiffel Tower because this is happening right so within hours of selling the Eiffel Tower and securing the $70,000 Victor was on a boat back to Austria <laughs> you know that's right so Andre chose to never report the theft, fearful of the intense embarrassment he would suffer if the crime ever became public, which still happens to this day. Like rich people get scammed all the time and they will never fucking tell yeah. you because like everyone's, you know, it's synonymous, like being rich is synonymous with being smart, which is so fucking stupid. And that's how it is in America, though. It's like, oh, you got lots of money. You smart as fuck. Like, oh, Elon, you got inherited all this money and you like took over these companies and then pretended you invented everything that they did. You smart as hell. I hope that at least with Twitter, we get to see what happened with PayPal and Tesla real time where it's like bro yeah. he didn't invent shit like he's literally tearing things apart and then putting them back together the way that they were yeah <laughs> I call it finger fucking the croissant if we were on British Bake Off it was like it was already there right. you know what I mean oh my god I love that I want to take that I'm putting that on my wall <laughs> that's my new mantra so after no news of his crime hit the papers, Victor decided to return to Paris later to attempt the scheme again with a new group of dealers. He was like, all right, y'all, let's talk about it. I'm coming back. However, when he found a buyer this time, police were notified and he had to flee to the United States to evade arrest. So he tried it twice, but he ends up getting arrested because his greed, oh he like slipped up a little, you know, too many times. So several years after almost getting yeah. caught in Paris, Victor met a businessman named Thomas Kearns. And on December 11th, 1928, Thomas invited Victor to his Massachusetts home to discuss an investment. At some point during the evening, Victor snuck upstairs and stole $16,000 from a drawer. Um, Victor, you just go to the bathroom and <laughs> steal $16,000? Nosy ass. So that's a that's a wow. bold act of thievery, right? Yeah. So yeah. Thomas yeah. called for police, but Victor was able to sneak out of jail before trial. How do you just leave jail? We got a mugshot of Victor coming up. In Chicago, Victor runs into Al Capone, right? And he convinces Al motherfucking Capone. <laughs> to give him $50,000 to finance a scam with the promise that he would repay double in two months. Al Capone, like a notorious murderer. Even looking at Al, Mm -mm. I'm not giving, I'm not tricking this man. Yeah. Look at his eyes. Can I say, can I say why they may have trusted each other? Yeah. Why Al Capone Mm. may have trusted this man. Mm. Al Capone's nickname was Scarface because he had a scar along his cheek. Now, can you be scar bros? I think so. <laughs> and that is why he's like, all right, I'll give you the money. Scarborough. Mm-hmm. He was like, we have a connection. Yeah. Wow. I never even thought of that. Yeah, like that. maybe. Mm-hmm. But also yeah. he probably just has 50K laying around. So it's nothing if he kills him or makes money. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it ain't nothing. That part. That part. It's right. literally a notch on his face. Right. Either way. Look at those yeah. eyes. Those are the eyes of someone who's <laughs> seen the life <laughs> leave right. people's bodies like so many times. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Oh, my God. So he did that. So Al Capone. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> like, so he, he tries to trick Al Capone. Victor kept the money in a safe in his room and two months later told Al Capone the scam had gone horribly wrong. But here's the original 50K back. Al Capone was so impressed by his honesty and quotes that he gave Victor $5,000 and his trust. That's what Victor wanted. Because remember, he was doing that little box scam trying to get his trust earlier, right? So in 1930, Victor went to business with a chemist named Tom Shaw and the two began manufacturing counterfeit bills. So now they're doing crime together. Together, they put together so much currency that the government was worried that look stick money would disrupt the American dollar. So he got his own money now. He like the queen. What the? <laughs> <laughs> NFT. Yes. So now the government is like worried about this lustig money because it's starting to upset maybe the mm-hmm. American dollar, right? All right? So Victor was eventually put away when he convinced the Texas sheriff to buy his Romanian <laughs> machine for thousands of dollars. So he brought back that old box. He brought that old thing back. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And by the way, so when Steve, the sheriff, yeah, the, the sheriff, yes, oh, I'm go always ahead. jumping. I'm always jumping in with little facts, but I do know no, the size. Of a, I know the size of a steam trunk. I know what it is. A steam trunk is that thing that would go like back in the old days. It was at the foot of your bed because people didn't have closets, so it was like um, oh. it was a trunk. It's just it was like a box basically, and it's called a steam trunk because it went on a steam ship. And people would like tie them with like leather belts and things like that. And now, you know, and I'm sorry it was killing me. And I'm such a nerd that I have to tell you. You could have said it at any time. I I love it. I'm a blurdy nerd and that's what I do. So go ahead. The more we know. (laughs) I love it. So, yeah, so it's kind of like a big device. So one would think like maybe this is making counterfeit money because it's so Mm -hmm. big and like has all these bills in it. It's funny to me that Victor sold this to a sheriff. Obviously, this is a dirty cop, which <laughs> synonymous, right? Yes. <laughs> it's the same <Yo>. word. <laughs> Big facts. Go ahead. But I wouldn't play a sheriff because I just feel like the retaliation there could be too much. But Victor is bold. <laughs> so when the sheriff realized that he had been tricked, he mm-hmm. followed Victor from Texas to Chicago, where Victor convinced him that he had been operating the machine wrong and handed him a large amount of lustig money as compensation. So he was like, oh, you just yeah, didn't hit the lever. You, yeah, yeah. you ain't hit the crank right. That's Absolutely. all it was. It's auxiliary. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives him like a bunch of money and is like, here you go. Here's my fake money. Run off into the street. <laughs> So ultimately, this attracted the attention of the Secret Service, who arrested the sheriff for passing counterfeit bills. It was Victor's mistress, Billy May, who finally tipped off Secret Service agents. And when no. she discovered. <laughs> OK, so she tipped him off when she discovered that he was sleeping with the chemist's girlfriend. Oh, no. What? So th- when they were making this fake money, right, mm-hmm. they're like printing it out or whatever. He started mm-hmm. fucking on somebody in the scheme. <laughs> and now. Now, his side piece, she's not even the wife. Right. Billy Bay was pissed. So she told the feds. I love that. I love. But where is the morality exactly here? Like, where is the moral compass? Like, his wife is cool with it. But she's like, you get with this chemist and now you dip dip in your beaker and her. We ain't doing this. No. Uh Uh-uh. Uh-uh. She said, I'm the only side piece. I am the only (laughs) side piece. So I don't know what the fuck you thought. So she gave Victor's whereabouts. (laughs) No. Anonymously. No. And he was arrested in 1935. Jail didn't hold him for long. The day before his trial, Victor slipped out of the window of the federal detention headquarters Who in Lower is Manhattan. This man? this man is always leaving jail. This is the second time he left jail. Wow. Slipped out. Victor is. I, he was, I got a party with this guy. He was like, all right, y'all. <laughs> jail was cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see y'all. Like, this ain't even Shawshank. He didn't even dig his way out. He just nah. left through a window. Like, Slip. what kind of jails y'all got? 
uh, slippery the ones. Apparently. System. <laughs> oh no, no bars, <laughs> no bars. Wow. Right. Okay. Dozens of passersby watched him shimmy down the building, pretending to be a window washer before he made his escape. He was captured in Pittsburgh a month later and pleaded guilty to his previous charges, earning okay. him a twenty-year sentence in Damn. Alcatraz alongside his friend. Al Capone. Al Capone. <laughs> so he got to jail was like, oh, what's up? Scarface. Scarface. What's up? Scarbros. I love that it had a happy ending, though. Yeah, they got to hang out in jail. And so they died. That's really sweet. Yeah. Because Victor died at Alcatraz in 1947, although his death wasn't reported until two years afterwards. Damn. Mm. Oh, Why did it wait so long? I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he slipped out. And they finally I mean, found him. And they're like, we got him. <laughs> what if he did slip out again and they were embarrassed? And so they were like, let's just not say anything. I know. But it, like, apparently only one person ever like escaped alive from Alcatraz. That's like the lore. Right. So they had to put right. him in a place where it's like shark infested waters. Like, you know, you can't just be pretending to be the window washer. We're not falling for that again. You know what I'm saying? We don't have a, we don't have it like that at Alcatraz. And then that's what he had to do. He and and maybe he couldn't swim. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you got to be Michael Phelps to escape from Alcatraz. <laughs> that water is cold as hell. You got to have a wingspan and stamina. Truly, truly. Oh my gosh! Wow, what a story. So, I know. He, 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 I think if he had stopped earlier, he would have been great. Like when he got that seventy k, when he sold the Eiffel Tower the first time, he could have just chilled, went back to his family and his mistress, and had a nice life. Your mistress got money too. Like you didn't need to do this. See, that's the problem. It's like you go too much. It's like that's the greed will get you in the end. You sell the Eiffel Tower once, I mean, you're a legend. Like you have yeah. one side piece. All right, you got two side pieces. Too much. Come on now, that's too many pieces. <laughs> you know, like what is going on? It's it's greed did him in. It's greed did him in. It did, and I mean that's what does normal. Like normally, that's what does scammers in is the greed. So he's no different, and I love that mm. for him. And that brings us to the saddest part of the show: the end, yeah. where we have just scammer of the week. We're gonna honor one charlatan who may or may not be worthy <laughs> of our praise, and we're gonna get out of here. Uh, if you've noticed that Michelle is quiet, she had to go pick up her kids, y'all. So Jordan and I are finishing out the show. So a quick scammer of the week here: a German photographer was has rejected an award from the Sony World Photography Awards after winning with an AI-generated photograph. I actually saw this mm. online, too. So Boris Elgazin won the Creative Open category with his entry, um, Pseudomnesia, the Electrician. That's the name of Ooh. this photo. Okay. okay. Alleged photo, right? Mm. Um, so this is one of the most like prestigious awards in the world for photography, right? This photo depicts a younger woman with an older woman behind her in mm -mm. black and white as if it was like a time type, like a type of photo processing, right? Right. Or tin type. So this is like old in timing. photography, something that's like hard to do. It looks really old timey and beautiful. There's yes. like layers to it. Right. So this is AI. That's amazing. First of all, hats off to AI. Um, what's wild is normally yeah. you can tell it's AI by the fingers because AI is not really good with doing five fingers like there's always oh. like a sixth finger oh. like if you're looking at a photo and you think it might be fake zoom in and look at the hands because normally that'll tell you if it's AI but this one there are like three hands in this photo and they all look yeah, real pretty good yeah I mean that looks real very old timey looks like these were racist ladies 
And, mm-hmm. um, you know, definitely. And then, um, I, yeah. So six fingers. So if it's a six finger man, like, like Princess Bride, then you know that it's AI. I got you. Okay. Thank you so much for that tip. And AI is getting super weird and scammy. And I love that, like, I don't love this, but it's interesting to me that as we're starting to see more AI happen, it's happening to like, this is obviously two white women, but it's happening to black people a lot. Like that AI Drake and the Weeknd song or like how Levi's was like, we're going to have more diverse models than black people because we're going to use AI to (laughs) make the models black. Yeah. (laughs) We're like, no, we want you to pay black people. We don't want you to like make fake black people with AI. And I'm going to fact check this really quick, but I'm pretty sure. This is wild. So this is, I mean, truly, I, I mean, I, I just know what to look for. You told me it was AI, so I believe you. Yeah. But I, I, no, if it I had is. just seen it's it, true. if I'd been flipping through photos or something like that, I would not know that it was AI. Um, yeah. Le- I Levi AI. said they were going to increase diversity with AI. I mean, that's just so great. So so great. Maybe they'll make the models blue. You know what I'm saying? Like, who knows? Go Levi's. And, and now we're looking at it right here. Like, oh. it says Levi's will test AI-generated clothing models to increase diversity. The denim yes. brand claims that the tech will be used to supplement human models rather than completely replace them. So they were like, oh, we're going to get more diversity. We're not going to pay you. We're going to make imaginary black people <laughs> so that we can take your very real money. Dollars. Oh, man. But, you know, I mean, maybe the robots are like, when do we get a seat at the table? <laughs> one, zero, zero, one. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Need- <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. Like, that feels just like the deepest racism. Like, we know they don't want us to have money, <laughs> but damn. It's like they don't. Damn. They think, they're like, are you happy now? Are you happy? You now Quit have your whining. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and look, if y'all was out there giving your face to the AI bot so you could get them photos on Instagram, you know them ones where they was making you yeah. like a fairy or like really sexy AI bots. Honestly, I hope your likes were worth it. You gave up your likeness for some likes because now they got your face and you about to be a Le- Levi's 501 <laughs> jean model. You know, no black people work at Levi's. When that, when that idea goes to the top, Ain't but one, probably one, and he was just scared. She, he or she was scared to say shit. You know what I mean? No, they like, said something because you know they hire us, and we we be saying, I know, I I put this like on my soul that when that Pepsi commercial was being like floated around with Kendall Jenner solving oh, racism yeah, yeah, by mirroring yeah. that very iconic black photo with the black mm-hmm. woman, I bet you it was Negroes in that room, and they were like, y'all, this ain't gonna go over well. And they're like, shut up, Jacquees. <laughs> you know <laughs> we know what we're talking about <laughs> like i know somebody said something and they ignored them truly truly they're like you're just you, you're just here as decor okay like let us handle this <laughs> yo this has been i learned so much from you. every time i learn so much from you I learned so much from you as well. You've given, you've dropped so many jewels and like so much information as well. Now this feels like a very informed podcast. Look at Lacey, that, Lacey, I've just I'm incriminated myself twice. I've incriminated myself twice. All right. That's all I've <laughs> That's done. important. Yeah. I need that. <laughs> but to wrap this up in a story, Boris uh, has since shared, he said, I applied this as a cheeky monkey to find out if competitions are prepared for AI images to enter. They are not. What? Mm. A cheeky monkey? Oh, that feels racist. <laughs> yeah. 
and like don't try to act like that's like me trying to rob a bank and being like I was just testing if y'all had good security systems that's the only reason I came that's what I'm doing yeah that's why I came into the 7-Eleven all right and (laughs) it said like what's up is your security firm enough you know yeah yeah I'm trying to help y'all take these cups (laughs) off of me this is research Yo. So the Gold. contest has responded in kind and suspended all interactions with Boris as well as claimed uh-huh. that they were aware of some AI generation part of the entry. Now they're trying to be like, well, we knew. Okay, yeah, he told us, but we knew already. Um, mm. anyways, yeah, they're both trying to save face here, and I love that for them. Yes. Oh my goodness. All right. And that brings us to the end of another amazing episode. I'm so excited that I got to have you both here. Yes. Michelle, Jordan, we Yay. we always ask, where would you like to be found? It, socials, shows, anything you want to plug. Oh, my God. We have talked about so much crazy shit. I'm like, my body, if I was murdered, like, that's where I went. <laughs> How would I like to be found? Um, Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. I know, I know, I know. Instagram. That's where it's at. I'm going on a little tour uh, this year. It's called um, the Tight Jeans Full Heart Tour. Because I always say my jeans are tight, but my heart. Yes. Is and so, yeah, Instagram is where you can find a bit. Hey, what's or that Insta- Instagram? Instagram. Yeah, it's Michelle. Oh, my name. It's just your name. Yes. It's funny. Yes, Michelle Buteau on yeah. Instagram. Y'all, Michelle Buteau, yes, yes, yes. Y'all know where to find her. She doesn't have to. She knows the rules of scam. She doesn't have to pretend to be important because mm-hmm. she is, honey. You can find her on the gram. And Jordan, where can people find you? You can always find me uh, on the gram as well. Um, Jordan Carlos Official or The Realer Jordan Carlos. It comes up either way. Um, and yeah, that's where I'm at. And you could also like listen to our podcast, Adulting, anytime. You know, we'd love yes. to have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adulting. Y'all hear how good it is? They both hear adulting. Yes. Yes, Lisa. Yes, I would love saying. to. And if you want to find the photos of this large-eared man, you can definitely <laughs> hear us from the grave. Scam got his pod all platforms but on Instagram is where we post the photos and always snitch on your friends family and your enemies at scamgoddesspot at gmail.com and if you want to find me D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I Diva Lacey on all platforms congregation stay victoring yes be victorious in your scams yes yes (laughs) own them (laughs) like Jordan did This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Ryan Connor and Abby Aguilar. Our researcher is Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com/slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.